a film version of this episode is on YouTube at It Ain't So Black and White. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to Ain't So Black and White. I'm Richie Lyons. And I'm Amon Ellis. What's up, y'all? Now we're in the studio. Got cameras rolling, about to be on YouTube. This has been a long time coming for us. Yes, it has. Me and Richie just talked about this, like, a lot. We actually don't even know what we're going to call it yet. Yeah, well, you'll figure out. You'll see it. Well, uh, you guys will know by the time this video comes out. But Yeah, so it's been a whole summer. Yeah. A lot has happened. So first off, let's get into the news. Now, first thing I got is Alex Jones was found guilty of defamation against the parents of Sandy Hook. And he lost $4.1 million, Mon. He lost four point one million. Yeah, they originally asked. I think it was one hundred forty million, mm -hmm. and uh, they only found guilty for four point one million. I forget the whole law thing, because I'm not a lawyer. But uh, there's an amount, like a maximum amount you can get from. I think it's, it's like mm, I forget. But there's like amounts you have to match. And it's all confusing. But there was like because of how the jury and judge found it there was a cap on it so they mm -hmm. couldn't get the whole 140 million which is a lot for a defamation case because they are tough but because it is rare for like defamation to even somebody be found guilty of it yeah and uh but now it's jones case did you keep up with it at all no i was gonna ask though um with that case it was the school shooter's parents right yeah so he kept saying how it was fake uh the entire time how the school shooting itself was fake. Yeah, how the government orchestrated it wasn't real, the kids weren't dead, all that, and caused violence towards the parents because people were calling them frauds and going up to them being violent, and that's where the whole case came from. That's the main reason why he lost. Really? Yeah. Because that's wild. Yeah. You guys, if you guys are like kicking and screaming that I don't notice, keep in mind, I don't have social media, so I'm a little I'm a little blind on all this. But I, I'll be probably tapping in a little bit during this semester. But, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was pretty crazy. Dang, Alex Jones. Yeah, I mean he deserves it, in my opinion. I mean for saying that's fake and his followers harassing the parents. I mean they lost their kids. Wait, wait, they were the parents of what school shooter? Sandy Hook. Oh, that was that was like that was like a decade ago, close to. I think I thought it was yeah I think it was like 2012 I could be completely wrong but I think it was like 2012. Dang, cause he 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 killed himself then. I don't remember if he did at Sandy Hook. Maybe I don't know. It's it's sad, but there's been a lot, so it's hard to yeah. keep track of which ones which. Which I is, feel like Sandy Hook was the one that like jumped it off. Like yeah. like. Well, no, that was uh, Columbine. Oh, cause Columbine shooting was was that the Asian guy? No, those are the two uh, the two friends. They like there's a bunch of movies about them that like record videos and like practicing before and like. There's movies about them. Yeah, there's a movie about it. I think the the one everybody talks about is Elephant. I think it's called, and uh, they're like the two very troubled kids, like the outcasts, like the typical like what you think of when you think of school shooter, because they're like, sense like kind of like the transcenders. It's like awful to say that, but it's just wait, they were what? Like, sort of like the trend centers, because once oh. that happened, then oh, you yeah. saw more and more pop up, and then everybody's scared of the kid in a black hoodie that doesn't have any friends, like the weird kid, and every time they reach for the backpack, you know, you get scared, and, uh, which is reality we had lived through, going through school. I don't know if your school ever had any cases of it, but... Yeah, I can't honestly say that I was ever 
Like, I know it's a real fear for people, but, like, I don't think it's that much of a worry since I grew up in a black school. Yeah, I guess that does make sense. It's always the white kids that they say. But yeah. uh, we had a, in elementary school, sixth grade, some dude trying to get into a building, shut down the whole building. Mm-hmm. That was pretty terrifying. I was in, like, the kitchen area. Uh, I'm going to be terrified because, like, you know, you're on full lockdown all that. Mm-hmm. Then... A couple times, I mean, you get bomb threats all the time in high school, but there's... All the time. Yeah. <laughs> all the time. There was, uh, yeah, if kids don't want to do their tests, they're calling a bomb threat. Really? Yeah. That happened a few times. Then, uh... I wish I would have thought of that one, not to. One time, a kid was found with a list, uh-huh. uh, and he got suspended for it. Uh, then another time, a kid took a picture... It was airsoft guns, but I'm pretty sure the orange tips were painted black. And he said, don't come to school tomorrow. And a lot of people didn't go to school because that and the police had to get involved. So we had a couple of cases. Like, I mean, it's a real threat. And our school is like locked down. Like nobody can really go outside. Really? really. Uh, yeah. So I also always want to wonder that. Do you guys go outside for school in Mississippi? Like between classes? Because I always see that in the movies. Like, What do you mean go outside? Like in our school, the building, like unless it was like gym, Mm-hmm. You're like inside the building the entire time. Nah, bro. Not in high school, we didn't go outside at all. But definitely when I was in like elementary school and middle yeah. school, they would let us out the back of the building and we would just all go outside and like play football and like yeah. like do a bunch of stuff. I remember one time, now that you, you're making me think of this, and when I was in elementary school, my elementary school went all the way up to sixth grade. I know it's like weird in some places where like That's go out to like where fifth mom grade. went to, yeah. Really? Sixth, yeah. Yeah, but we, we was outside and we was having a rock fight. And, and we was throwing rocks and this one dude I, I won't say his name because this, this is on YouTube <laughs> but but this one dude I seen him when I last time I went to Mississippi like a few few weeks ago but he got hit in the head on a rock and he had a knot on his head Ooh. this big if any of y'all have ever watched Welcome I had my home. brother with a rock one time so yeah if any of y'all have ever watched Welcome Home Roscoe Jenkins he had that type of knot and we couldn't go outside for the rest of the semester yeah or but the rest of the year my dad he always tell me how like during lunch and all that I guess the older viewers they probably know it's like you outside go to lunch you can mm-hmm. go back to your house get food there come back and that was just like never anything for us and I know part of it was responsible for school shootings because you don't want people getting a building and all that mm-hmm. uh so yeah we we're kind of like more strictly like a lot more strict of where we could go in school oh, oh you know? well I didn't mean that we could go home we, we could go outside yeah. but we can go home yeah yeah but. I got suspended a couple times for leaving campus <laughs> Really, I don't think I've got suspended for. <laughs> All right, next thing, next thing on my list is uh, Queen Elizabeth passed away. Mm-hmm. This is only a couple of weeks ago, I think, or last week, maybe. Yeah, I, pro- I think it was like last week. So, well, probably do you know anything about the before. Queen of the Royal Family? Kinda. I know that they don't have any power. I know that, and I know it's like more of like a a look. Yeah. And, and I think. Wait, first, I want to hear, what is your opinion on, on, on the royal family? And so, personally, I do not like them. Uh, mm-hmm. My grandparents grew up in Ireland, while it was a British colony, and I'm not a big fan of the whole British empire and all that. I think the royals sort of represent that, represent that oppression, mm-hmm. even though they don't really have power now. But also, as a British person, I wouldn't like them either, because... They take all this money just to be rich. Like, I mean, they get funded by taxpayers to have this lavish life and all this. I know a lot of people in Britain, they love, respect the queen and all that. Sort of like a public figure. But 
I just I don't see the use of having one. I think it represents the old way that they need to get rid of because if you know British history, most problems in the world is because of Britain. <laughs> and many, many, many countries have an Independence Day because of getting independence from Britain. So I think it just, it represents the old way that I don't think Britain would want to like, I don't know why they'd want to keep that. I mean, you should learn from history, but you shouldn't like, keep honoring that history because it's not something that deserves to be honored yeah well me personally yeah I, I would i would say that i agree with you but i don't necessarily really care because i i don't know anybody well i've obviously never been to britain but I've never really heard anybody say anything bad about the politics, except for when like one of the, like British guys like who was like high in the family was dating that black girl. Oh and yeah, then, like uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Oh, and they didn't want him to have like no black baby or something. I might got that really true. I don't even remember. I don't pay attention to it. It's just it's hard because like I mean I pay attention to pop culture and mm -hmm. the Meghan Markle thing is always big, big news. You know, everybody always talks about that, the Princess Diana and all that. I mean, one of the most popular shows now is The Crown. I mean, it's hard mm -hmm. to escape the royal family. It's like, they're just the, the Kardashians. Like, they have as much power. They don't have as much, res or the Kardashians don't have as much respect. But I'd rather watch the Kardashians than anything about the royal family. Really? Uh, but no, like, I'd 100% they're just glorified celebrities. And it's like... Well, they get everybody paid to do nothing. Anybody who's a celebrity really is a glorified celebrity. He gets paid to do nothing. Well, yeah, some people. Yeah, but they, I don't know. They represent something greater, you know. The, the royal family, you know. Greater. It's I don't know, and it's, yeah. it's like you hate the Kardashians because they're famous for nothing. Why don't you hate the royal family? They're famous for nothing now too. They don't do anything. Well, the Kardashians aren't famous for nothing. Kim put them on. Okay, we're gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> Kim put them on, boy. Oh, another thing that happened this summer was uh, the whole uh, hmm. Kanye thing with uh, Kim. I didn't even write that down. Kanye and Kim going through a divorce. I don't really know how much we should talk about that. But Man, I want to talk about it because I love Kanye. And I, I love know Kanye you. too. Okay, well, well let's go. Because, bro, <laughs> Kanye. I don't think Kanye crazy. I think he's way more mature than I am because he's like, he literally like was just like texting Pete Davidson. Like I seen that he gave like Kim Kardashian like a truck, like a whole truck with like flowers in it and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, wow. I don't know. Cause obviously we don't know what happens behind closed doors. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I don't think he handled it perfectly. You don't think so? Of course. But did you see him showing up to his kid's birthday party? Did you see the pictures? I didn't see the pictures. I don't pay attention to celebrity culture that much. Man, I seen the pictures like it was during the summertime, man. It was just so funny, bro. I think Kanye, I think Kanye is definitely, what, how do I put this into words? I think Kanye is like amazing to say the least. I think, I love Kanye because I don't necessarily think he's crazy, but I don't necessarily think he's like all the way there. Well, he is bipolar and, uh, so there's like, he's technically, but uh, I mean, he's got mental illness, yeah. but I, I say like, he definitely does dumb stuff, but he does like try to grow, Yeah. you know, which is good to see. I mean, if you just saw he admitted that Sway was right, 
Uh, I remember if you remember that Bible. Well, he was like, how sweat? Yeah, he just admitted that Sway Wait, was what, right. Wait, what was he even saying how sweat about? It was because uh, Sway was trying to tell him to do it himself. He doesn't need his brand sponsorships, all that. And now Kanye's mad at, I think it's Adidas mm-hmm. or the brand that's, you know. Gap or not Gap? Oh, yeah, the Gap. I think yeah, we Gap. with yeah. the Yeezy and all that. And uh, Kanye admitted that Sway was right. Really? Yeah. So you see that growth. And yeah. man, I it's it's hard. Well, see, I, I another thing I probably never said this, but I didn't grow up on Kanye, so I have no idea like, like the old Kanye, like yeah, not the song. Now I'm not going into the song, <laughs> but but like I I didn't grow up on Kanye. Like in the South, we don't like bump Kanye, Jay Z, no Northern rappers like that. So I don't understand. Like I, the first time I got introduced to Kanye was Jesus is King. That was the first Kanye I got. He's always to. been Christian. He has been like. That devote, he definitely had songs before objectifying women and all that. And then, uh, he's <laughs> he sort of, objectifying women, yeah, you know, like saying, like, you know, you, who's say. your favorite rapper? Probably either Mac Miller or Kendrick. Has he ever objectified women? Probably, probably, but not. I'm just I don't know if Kendrick ever has. Kendrick doesn't rap like that. Mac Miller definitely has in his frat boy stage, but he grew past that. Uh, grew. Girl. I was most of rappers like with artists like that's why I like to see his growth yeah. between them because like Mac Miller like his music grew up as I was growing up so it kind of was nice for that yeah but uh I mean Kanye rapping before like it was definitely like more the stuff he was saying more like how typical a rapper mm-hmm. would rap he still had some songs like Jesus Walked and all that and uh oh what's the song about his mom I forget Donda. but he definitely you know he had a dark phase after his mom passed away and all that but I mean isn't he kind of going through a dark phase Again, because I remember like. Oh yeah, now that Kim. Uh, yeah, well, even even before that, bro, like like right after he dropped the Donda album, which was supposed to be like a Christian album, then he had dropped like a song with like somebody, and he had cursed in it. And I remember like seeing like these whole bunch of Christian YouTubers was just like on cut, and I was like, wow, these people are crazy. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, going to the next thing, I think. Mm-hmm. People talk about Kanye enough than <laughs> everybody mm-hmm. else. So Biden canceled $10,000 of student loans for each person for low to middle income households with less than 150000 uh net income for like yearly. Well, yeah, I actually, um, actually my mom called me right after he did that. I was like, Peter, I qualify for the... And I was trying to look into it, and it was not like clearly written down. Yeah. And that, and that, based off what I've seen, there seems to be like a lot of like stipulations and stuff that you got to meet. But it always are like stipulations and criteria that you got to meet, like past that hundred fifty thousand dollars and stuff like that that you got to meet to enable to get those. Yeah. Like it wouldn't help us because we're still in school, like we couldn't get it. Yeah. And, so. and probably like our loans that we got now. Well, I don't know if you got loans, but the loans I that got we got loans. now probably got sold to like a private company. So we yeah. won't even be able to benefit from it. Yeah, it's interesting to see how, uh, how people use it. I mean, it, this is pretty like new. I think this was only a couple of weeks ago too. Mm-hmm. So it's still, people are still trying to figure out, you know, and you got to interpret the bill and all that. And mm-hmm. uh, probably a lot more to get done before like people can really get this. So yeah. we'll see how that comes. I think just on face value, I really like it, of course. Uh-huh. Especially being a student, and for low-income uh, families, I think you know, probably uh-huh. a lot of people. Why a lot of people stay poor is you can't afford college. College is so expensive now, uh-huh. and it's and hard to get a great job without college. Uh-huh. And this kind of helps 
kind of helps that helps people think they can actually afford college and hopefully yeah. more people go to college because of it yeah but to be honest bro i don't really know i'm not i'm not disclaiming anybody that got less than ten thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars in student loan debt but i'm really saying i don't really know how much ten thousand dollars really helped because like the average person probably graduates with a little over at least 50k in student loan debt and like 10k is, 10k is still a lot man but that's 40k plus that interest rate you're gonna be paying that for the next 20 years so no matter what, 20 years versus the extra three years that you probably would have paid off that. Because as, as the amortization rate would have obviously would have been down, as the years go on, you would have paid more on the principal. So probably like extra three, four years after the next 10,000. So really, does it help? I think it necessarily isn't necessarily helping. I think it's more of a like a like a thing where Biden stands on and people are just like, you see, Biden did this. Where it's not necessarily the thing I meant to help 10 grand people. is a good chunk of money i think it does help and also another thing well i think more people will go to college because they see that and they think they can afford college more you know yeah because a lot of people probably think like oh i'll get like well if i get like 30k in debt i can't afford that it's like oh 20k maybe you know maybe those people online you'll get more people to actually go and get a higher education i actually don't know if if like paying for college is what's keeping a lot of people back because there are a lot of people that go to college and either like drop out or something like that but I don't know if a lot of people aren't going to college because they're scared of getting debt because everybody knows that if you don't want to get in debt in college go to a community college yeah and then get a social degree and transfer so I don't know if it's necessarily will make a lot of more people come to college well I I think it might because like someone Ryan Coogler director of uh Black Panther, Creed, Fruitvale mm -hmm. Station. He said, because he originally, he went to college for football, mm -hmm. and then his writing teacher told him he should be a writer instead and, like, helped him. But something he said growing up is that, like, writing, none of that ever occurred to him as he could do that for a profession. He could do that to get to college because he knew that the only way you could get to college is if you were an athlete and got a scholarship. He said, if you're not that, then you got to try and become a rapper, and those are your only two chances out of the hood. Why does that's he sound what like he, he read said. my college essay? Like, I'm literally, my college essay literally say those exact words. Well, yeah. almost close. It's probably <laughs> truth for a lot of people, you know? Yeah. Because, like, growing up, probably for a lot of black kids, I mean, you could probably speak on this more. Like, what, like, those are the people, like, the famous role models you see. Because you see all, like, the rich, like, businessmen. They're mostly all white, or right? Everybody that was born in, yeah. to wealth through rich, they're all white, you know? Yeah. When you see a rich black person, you think of... Kanye, LeBron James, you think of these athletes, these rappers? Yeah, I think I think more in time, like, I, obviously I could be 100% wrong, but more in time, at least from what I know, like, the, the number one role models, for, at least for black dudes that I know, is rappers. Yeah. Rappers and dope dealers. So, so obviously you got those people who want to be football players and basketball players, but a lot of times that don't pan out for them. Like, for example, like, my high school was, like, like when I was going there, was good in football. They didn't go to state anything, but they had some good guys on their team. And, like, I don't know, none of them that went to, like, four-year schools, like yeah. D1 schools. And so it's like it feel, it probably feels like them that their dreams got shattered. Yeah. Because a lot of time they probably had never had nothing to fall back on. So I feel like, yeah, if they did have a role model, yeah, it probably would have been. That, that wasn't, you know, yeah. part-time activist on the side. You know? Yeah, because Ryan Cooley talked to you, said – he wanted to be a football player, and, you know, he went, I think his school was only D2, but mm -hmm. he went there, he was doing work, and he was slacking off because he's like, I'm 
professional football player, and his professor was like, your writing is like really good. Like she had him write something he wrote. She really liked it. She said, you're going to stop playing football. You're going to be a writer. And it worked out for him. And hopefully more people can learn that, you know, just because that's the only way you see out, because it's the only one you probably see on television mm -hmm. is the football players, athletes. There's other things that college can get you, you know. It's other I ways out, I guess. I, so I got a question for you, Richie. So I know how we talking about like black role models, but for you personally, what role models did you have? I never asked this. Like, so who, like famous role models? Or, uh, or just like role models that were in your community at least? Well, you know, my family, or, or I always had my dad, grandpa, brother, all of them were big role models. But I'm saying like, like what was their, because for us as black people, we, a lot of times we look at role models as like the number one role model in our life, especially as a black man, be our mama. Like, yeah. if you ever hear a rapper say, he said, I bought my mama. Yeah, I'm my never parents, of course, were big role models uh, to me. Of course, my mom's amazing. Best person ever. Love you, mama. Uh, she, uh, and then my dad, of course, you know, the man in the house. I mean, I'd be tough all that. We talked about this in the Father's Day episode. My brother being, like, sort of, like, you know, he's four years older than me, so he saw high school and all that before I did. Mm -hmm. Just able, like, having that close an age role model helped out a lot. What about economically role models, like people who had good jobs? Who so, did you look up to? Well, my mom or has a good had. job, so always mm -hmm. her. I say, because uh, like, a lot of my role models were famous people, you know, directors, athletes, uh, all that. Uh, see, that's tough. Like, and like movies also, I'll talk about a big part of my mom, like life, so it's like funny, but as a kid, my biggest role model was Rocky, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love Rocky, <laughs> you know, got to be tough like him, got to be underdog, all that. Then uh, playing football, I always wanted to be Cam Noon, uh, all that. Those guys were always... <laughs> You're a little far from Cam uh, Noon. Yeah, then all the, you know, Steeler players you have uh, in Pittsburgh role models, like Brad Clemente, mm -hmm. all that you kind of taught. Those are supposed to be your moms, bro. Clemente, Mean Joe Green. Bro, kind of going back to Roberto Clemente for like a split second. Uh, bro, I was watching the movie Abduction. Have yeah. you ever seen Abduction? I have not. Bro, so the movie Abduction, you got the dude that turned into a werewolf on Twilight. I don't know his name. But how about the whole movie is shot in Pittsburgh. And the final scene is at the Pittsburgh Power Stadium. Yeah. So we watching Roberto Clemente. So that they got the Roberto Clemente like statue. Yeah. And like I'm 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 all hyped telling Leo, <laughs> I was there. I was there. I was there. And she is not phased at all. <laughs> That's what. But I think for role models, for me being white because of my family, my mom always made a lot of money. We did have a lot of, like in my hometown a lot of lawyers, a lot of dentists. I grew up knowing so it was never like this is your only way mm -hmm. out you know this is your only way to make money is being an athlete being so that like that's the dream of course always i think like for anybody making that much money is the dream but that's not ever like the only way to make money i knew a lot of doctors i knew a lot of lawyers i have an aunt she's a lawyer like so those were always options in my brain you know i thought about becoming a lawyer at one point and my sister wanted to i know at one point so those were always options they never felt like you had to be these, but you'd want to, you know? Yeah, man. That's like, like when you said that, like, I don't, my, my cousin going like shoot me down once I say this, because he going to watch this and be like, your auntie, blah, 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 is a lawyer. But like, I don't know anybody in my family that's like a lawyer or a doctor. I don't have any lawyers or doctors in my family that I know of. But I know after this, somebody going to be like some distant relative that I've never met in my life is <laughs> lawyer just to make us see like, yeah, but yeah, I don't I don't know anybody. So that's kind of like 
weird that like well not necessarily weird but it's kind of like funny how you had all these people yet you chose to go in a different direction yeah. and i didn't have any of those people and i chose to go in that direction that is actually cool interesting thing about because you want to be a doctor i still want to be a director like i'm still like going out there mm-hmm. like a less realistic thing but like something it's less money but i'm more passionate about and mm-hmm. i know you're passionate about being a doctor but it's like more of like a realistic like study hard all that type mm-hmm. of thing it's kind of funny to think about like that ain't, uh, it, ain't it because it's like your dream requires a breakout moment yeah my dream requires hard work yeah whereas you would expect it to be the opposite, where my dream would be to something that would be a breakout moment. And I never yours thought about it like would that. be something that work hard. That's some. That's kind of crazy. I ain't getting so black and white. It ain't so black and white. Man, I'm really trying to think of why that is, you know, now that you bring that up. That's yeah. kind of... I think, awesome. at least for me, it's just, like, the idea of going against the grain. Because, like, in my idea, in my head, growing up, like, nobody was... Like, like everybody got bullied for being like, like, well, I never got bullied, but, um, dang, that sounded so like, <laughs> <laughs> not, I'm not, I'm not like, what you I'm not saying anything. Nobody just ever bullied me. But, um, it sounds like weird because like, I mean, not sound weird. I, mine is like, I'm, I want to go against the grain. Like that's always like w- one thing that's like, so that I keep in my head a lot is the rose that grew from the concrete yeah by tupac and it's like hmm. and i think of myself like that as if there's the surroundings that i had to come up out of and obviously i'm not special many people have done this but just individualized on my for me to do it it's just like huh. i think also because a big reason like you know my goal is still to be like famous sort of you uh-huh. know trying hard trying to work hard and get like my name out there sort of be famous like directing if ain't so black and white ever blows up or something like that I think a role. Like a subscribe guy. Yeah, I think a reason for that though is I saw all these people, and they made a good amount of money, all this. But mm-hmm. like, I never saw like the point. Like my dad, he always wanted me to go to the union. All that. It's like, mm-hmm. you don't have to go to college. You can make this money. You can be living comfortable. It's like I never wanted to just say like, live comfortable. You know, I wanted not even like for the money wise, I, I'm doing but more right. for the recognition. Okay. You know, that always... The recognition? I always, you know, in elementary school, I was a shy kid, and it's like sometimes I always That's... felt, like, invisible. So I always, like, just wanted that, like, that everybody listens to my opinion. Everybody cares about what I think. Everybody's looking at me always, you know? That's that's also, like, how our things are, like, switched. Because, like, you, you for example, want to be famous yeah. and, like, be seen and recognized. I want to fly under the radar <laughs> and not be known and just get the money and just take care of my family. That's the only thing that I, I really care about, is like taking care of my family. Like, like I would love to buy my mom my house. I hope she yeah. don't watch this part, because I don't want to buy it right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I always care about that too, but I think the thing is, I saw all these people, they live comfortable, they're making a good amount of money. I mean, I know most people in my life are making probably triple digits. I always saw them living comfortable. And it's like- Did you say triple digits? So they're making nine hundred and ninety. Oh my god! You know what I mean. You mean six figures? Six figures. That's mm-hmm. what I meant. <laughs> I just think like you just know those years. If you, if you make a under a thousand in America, man, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, six figures. Uh, mm-hmm. and it's like I don't know. I just never understand the point. You know, it's like mm-hmm. you're living comfortably, and you may not have like all these money problems, but you still have other problems. And it's like I always felt like. 
like there's more to life not that there's like more to life because like i understand why people want to live a simple life it's just never appealed to me it's like yeah why would i want to do this job where i can be living comfortably for like 70 years because i don't know i would never want to do the same thing for yeah. however long it's it's, I don't know. it's funny that you say that because as life as days go by, the more I realize that I don't want to work a nine to five for long. Yeah. Or or if like if 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 it ain't so black and white, blow up because you guys like and subscribe and we be doing ads. And oh, you don't gotta plug us that much. I'm <laughs> so first episode. <laughs> but for real, but like I don't know, like the the nine to five life just seems so off putting to me. Like I don't I don't even like the idea of a boss anymore. Yeah, I think that's coming common with our generation. Yeah, it's more. definitely becoming Cause common. Because I would hate that 9 to 5, have a boss. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's more like, I don't, the 9 to 5 is just so boring. It's like nobody Damn. knows, you know, I like to be in new, different things. That's why I work in television right now at Marquette. And it's like every show is completely different. It's stressful. It's fast paced, you know. But then I go to my summer job at a country club or my RA. Wait, like, did you work at a country club this fast? Yeah, and it's like. You're doing the same thing day in, day out, you know, and then for us, award season is my favorite thing at the, it's usually at like end of the year, mm. you get, go to all these banquets, everybody recognizing you, you take pictures, all these rewards, everybody telling you how great you're doing. And it's like people actually noticing the work you do. I want to one, cause everybody's like, Cause like my dad, he's blueprints of PNC Park and all that. And he like helped build those stadiums. It's like mm-hmm. people love PNC Park, and you know what he did gets recognition. But like him, he doesn't get recognition for that. You know mm-hmm. the workers don't like the person who designed it might, but not the workers. They're not going to get any recognition for it. All they got was paid. No. I got a question for you. Why does recognition? Why does recognition like stand out to you? Because, like, for me, well, I guess I see it for me is, like, I'm kind of scared of recognition, right? Yeah. Because, like, like it's, like, it makes me, like, a little nervous a little bit for me to be recognized. Because if people recognize me, that means I'm going to get known. If I get known, that means somebody's going to try to rob me and kill me. <laughs> so I think, I think of that whole lifestyle because too many people I know look like me end up getting massacred or yeah. murdered on the street. I know a lot of people don't want to get recognized. When they get rich, yeah. Yeah, they don't want to be famous or anything like that. And, I, like, I understand, but it's, like, for me, it's just, like, I don't know. It makes me feel like I'm greater than I am, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like I'm part of something greater. Uh, having that many people care about, like, your every move, all that. I don't know. It makes me feel important, mm. you know? Yeah. Because, uh, I don't know, throughout life, I guess for me, it's like, I have you know, my older brother, he accomplished a lot. And we've always been competitive. It's always like, I got to do more than him. Once he does that, I got to be do more than him. But it's like, you sort of get lost in shadows being the younger sibling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like, you or always want to... Or get glorified. Wanna... It's either one of those. Yeah, one of the two. But for me, it was like, I always felt like lost in shadows. So they're always talking about this stuff. And especially when I was young. Because like, cause like I, pro- I might have accomplished more than my brother in high school. But it's like, he was in high school first. So in elementary school, nobody cares what you do. Middle school, nobody cares what you do. So my parents were only ever talking about what he did and all that so it's always like man i just want to be better than him you know i want to get recognized more i want all that love i don't know why but it's just something like that recognition just makes me feel important makes me feel loved i don't know why mm. i'll give you a hug after the show <laughs> i don't mean like love like that like i know people love me it's like i don't mm. know getting love i don't know it's hard to explain but on to the next thing mm-hmm. uh so 
over summer Trump's vacation home got raided for uh, private documents. Mar-a-Lago. Uh, then the hearing continues for January 6th and all that. Mm-hmm. And there's a chance Trump gets persecuted, goes to jail stuff, then. But he's starting his campaign again. What uh, do you so. want to happen, Richie? I mean, honestly, I just hope that Trump gets thrown in jail and Biden doesn't run again. Mm. Fresh slate. These last, uh, since 2016, these last six years, I guess campaign probably started in 20, nah, I won't have. These past six years just, it's so chaotic. Trump's always in the news, all of that. Then you have all his followers and then you have to put Biden against him, which Biden's a moderate. It's like, you're not getting any new ideas with these two guys. And it's like, Mm-hmm. And you aren't getting new ideas with Hillary or any of that. It's like you just kind of want a fresh slate, you know, because you rewatch like the 2012, 2008, any like presidential election before that, and you just notice a difference. Mm-hmm. You just notice a huge difference with Obama and Romney talking to each other, the respect, all that. And McCain, it was Obama. like Obama and Romney, though. It was Obama and Romney. Yeah, like Obama's gonna win clearly, but like you had that, you saw that respect between the two, and it's just so it's so much less chaotic, and it's like I don't know, man. I, I kind of like the chaos. That made me sound like an anarchist, <laughs> but I did. I did. I mean, Trump, Trump. Trump but it's also like, I feel like you're not getting new ideas with either of these yeah. two. Yeah, I I can agree. I can agree, but I feel like not necessarily that we need new ideas because I like the ideas have already been put out there I feel like almost everything that you could ever think of well obviously people say that and then boom drops the iPhone but yeah I mean innovators think of new ways I don't know I just feel like we need something new and I feel like we need younger people first of all because like young like how young like 65 (laughs) I'd hope 50s uh at least I love President of the 40s. That would be fantastic. That would probably know, not happen. I don't know 50s or 40s then lived enough for me. Thanks. I think they've lived plenty. I think 60s, maybe you've lived too much. They probably ain't even been to all 50 states. There was a, I like a, I think it was a Tupac quote on, a, I forget what interview it was on, but it's on a Kendrick song. And he talks about how, uh, I think it was Tupac. It talks about how, like, after so long, you know, it's like the young people got to keep fighting because after so long, like, life just beats you up so much that you just stop fighting, you know? Mm-hmm. Talked out with, like, in the uh, context of, like, black people. It's like the older black people, like, life's beat them up so much that it's like, how can you keep fighting? And they get tired and they can't keep fighting. But the young people, you know, they got to keep innovating, keep fighting. And it's like, I think once you get, like, 60s, 70s, it's like... <sighs> You're not bringing anything new to the table. And also Kanye, he says something about uh, he only listens to young people's music because nobody older than him, there's nothing new they can give them. You know, it's like, I think we need those new ideas. Not even if they get elected and actually, like, go, like, they actually pass bills and go through, but it's like, have these ideas at least in the air, you know? In my one law class, we talk about the First Amendment a lot. The reason why we protect freedom of the press and all that is because, and perspective, and uh, protect speech so much is because America, you need those ideas. I mean, it's a melting pot of cultures. You need those ideas in circulation. You know what you sound like? What? You know what I'm going to say? What? What's that C word I, I like? I don't know. Capitalist. With uh, those ideas. <laughs> that's not like? just a capitalist idea. Because if you think, or I'm not going to get into that. But well, well, I know thing. you have the idea of competition and all this, but, no, I'm more, but it's more of a, 
left idea to think like to somebody gotta get rich off that progress. idea just like you want to get rich off your movie yeah we'll see it's not it's not about getting rich man it's about getting fame or or, or that but that's yeah. what sometimes what comes with the fame unless you're amber heard no i do i do like capitalism a bit i think there's just some points it gets too much i think okay. you need a good a ratio because i'm not I mean, like, a full economist like i think eventually like because that's a, a utopian society but we're not gonna get into that yeah <laughs> for another episode guys yeah for another episode. we'll have a skit for that one <laughs> i'll dress up like uh like Uncle Sam? No, 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 no. You'll be Karl Marx, and I'll be the, uh, the dang, what's the guy's name? His name is, like, weird. German name. I don't know what you're talking about. It's like, oh, Karl Weber? No, Max Weber? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, what's his name? I think Uncle Sam would be funnier. You know, <laughs> I don't know, man. Black Uncle Sam? Hmm. I'd... Apollo Creed did it. No, oh, that's Apollo Creed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all right. But, yeah. Definitely so. so do you think what do you think about Trump you think hmm? you you want a Trump 2024 him running again you want Biden <laughs> Trump uh, grudge match to clear it up guys because you guys might think this of me but you probably heard me say this but if you haven't heard I didn't vote for Trump just to put that out there before I preface what I'm about to say personally if Trump does run again if he runs against Biden I'm gonna vote for Trump but th- this is this is not strictly based on political views. It's strictly based on like who's here in the brain. Because <laughs> I don't know. Do I think that they'll be able to to be the Democratic nominees again or in the Republican nominee? No, no way. I don't think Biden. I don't will think def- Biden. Will, yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely Biden won't be the Democratic nominee. And with Trump, I don't really want Trump to run again either. But wait, what was the original question? <laughs> It was like, do you want him to run again? That was oh, the question. <laughs> do I want Trump to run again? Um, it depends on who who else is running, really, to be honest. Because like, if Trump can get in office and then pass that bill that he had with Ice Cube, that bill that bill back better or not bill back better. I don't remember what it's called. Oh, platinum pad. Okay, if he yeah. drop comes in and drop that, because you guys know I'm very pro black politics. But uh, so yeah, if he if he comes back in and passes that, I'm cool. Are you a Mississippi voter or Wisconsin voter? I'm a Wisconsin voter because I've been here over a year. I've been here oh, for third year. Yeah. Okay. Are you a, are you a Wisconsin voter? No, I'm Pennsylvania. How? You you live here? No, it's a. Uh, I forget how it is, but you gotta register somewhere. But I'm not oh. residency still in Pennsylvania. I can be a Pennsylvania voter for a while, I think, because my sister she lives in New York now, but she's still a Pennsylvania voter. I forget how it goes, but since we were born and raised in Pennsylvania, I, I forget what we do have to change to register in a different state. But. Well, I feel like my vote matters more here. Oh, this. yeah, definitely. Uh, Mississippi's going to be red. Talk about Mississippi. Uh, Shout out that boy, Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Old Green Bay going. quarterback took at, it was at least $5 million from, food from a welfare fund from Mississippi to build his daughter's volleyball stadium. What are your thoughts on that, Amon? My first thought is... Oh, this is YouTube. I can't curse. But uh, <laughs> what kind of, what in the heck kind of volleyball stadium is that? <laughs> $5 million. What do you need $5 million to build a net and some, I don't know what kind of volleyball stadium you have, but girls play volleyball in our high school gym. Yeah, same. She must, they must got real sand from the Caribbean islands or Bora Bora and that mud or something. But, yeah. Yeah. But really, though, how I really think about it is 
I, I heard that he said that he didn't know that it was coming from the welfare funds. But somebody sent me a, um, a Twitter, Twitter, a screenshot on Twitter, and it was like, I like how, because this, this has been flying under the radar. Like, it really hasn't been yeah, like, Yeah, this was 2020. Yeah, so, but the thing about it is somebody sent me a screenshot and was like, I like how um, Jameis Winston steals $36.72 worth of, uh, <laughs> worth of uh, seafood in college, <laughs> but he steals $5 million in welfare funds and nobody bats an eye. And it was just pretty funny to see, like, how it, on the surface, looks like, because I, I haven't dug into this, but... How it looks like it's just like that. Like James Witness was all over the news when that happened. Like still in thirty six thousand seven two cent worth of seafood. But uh yeah, but yeah, I it's it's sad to see that it's in Mississippi though. Because I was just planning on buying food stamps from some oh no I wasn't, that's illegal, never mind guys. <laughs> yeah, that's just it's so messed up, man. And uh-uh. it was outed because I think the first thing Philly made like the person, the public official that helps him out mm-hmm. was under investigation for something. But crow politics is just like the most random notification I've ever got in my life. I never thought I'd ever bleach a report sending me notification. Brett Favre steals at least $5 million from Mississippi welfare. That's crazy, like, though. It's just wild that it even happened. But, man, these Green Bay quarterbacks... I don't know what's been going on. Cause you got Aaron Rodgers popping perk 30s before games and all that. Then, really? I didn't hear about oh, that. Oh, you didn't hear about that? Yeah, no, he's talking about how he uh, popped a perk 30. And, uh, Did he actually say this? It was just a perk set, but I don't think it was a but perk 30 sounds funnier. But, uh, he, uh, yeah, no, he said that he takes psychedelics and all that. And uh, But a lot of NFL players, they'll, like, they'll do drugs before games because – instead of like painkillers because they won't give him opium i know calvin johnson talked about how much weed he smoked like he's high for every game because they want to give him painkillers but it's a lot more addictive than weed so instead of just smoke weed and hope that he doesn't get caught and he came out and said this that's crazy because he never got tested for it so they don't how often do they drug test nfl players or do you think they just like bribe the the, the results or something. I have no clue, actually. Uh, I think they only test them if there's, like, suspicion. Because I know for the steroid test, those are only after, like, they have a great game or something that's unexpected. So they'll test them for steroids or something like that. But, no, no, that's actually interesting. I have to look that up later. Uh, next thing in the news, Joe Biden helps pass a bill that aims to reduce emissions to, of greenhouse gases by 30 40% by 2030. Uh, scientists were first aiming for 50%, but they think this is a huge step uh, and it grants $60 billion in grants and uh, tax credits to help do this. And there's more money into it. I don't actually have the exact numbers, but what are your thoughts on it? Do you think we should be fighting climate change like this? or Man, see, um, I, see, this is going to sound very conservative of me, but like, where in the, the world are we getting all this money to send over to other countries and to fund these climate change but yet we still got people living in poverty and it's just like so weird to me that like we we put all this money in places but yet like you you can't drive in milwaukee because you got potholes everywhere like that's that's like really weird to me that we we sent all this money 60 billion right 
and grants and tax credits. So it's just saying like, yeah, yeah, yeah they can give us tax credits for that. That can pay for everybody who go to Marquette, right? Well, anybody, everybody who go to school in Wisconsin. No, you sort of sound socialist right now. With huh? that. Yeah, I know, but I, but I understand. Uh, it is a big amount, amount of money, of mm-hmm. course, but it is a big investment, and uh, I think it's important, of course, because, you know, Yeah. I mean, more or less just than just the ice caps melting all day and you have border flooding all day, it's just also climate change and more extreme weather. That's why there's more hurricanes and all that hitting now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll see weather more extreme than uh, for agriculture. Of course, it's really bad. It's a very pressing issue of world-threatening issue that everybody has to be paying attention to that the scientists have been stressing for years and we're starting to see more and more of the effects of it of course i've always been a big advocate for it and also another thing something elon musk said who's topic for our next next thing but uh elon musk said i love elon by the way he said i mean you have to change the electrical eventually you have to change the solar eventually why mm-hmm. not now you know why not be ahead of the curve and uh my family we were had a curve, we got hybrid cars, electric cars, and my dad always make fun of his uh, friends that work with these big trucks with these gas prices. Say, man, mm-hmm. I haven't had to pay for a tank of gas in I don't know how long. And you, oh, is your dad driving that electric car? Yeah, he's got hybrids, so they oh. take gas and electric, but uh, the one. Oh, he got a get, plug-in hybrid. Yeah, a plug-in hybrid, so it can take him to work and back easily in one char- in a charge. And So he never have to put back. gas in it? Uh, I don't know, last time, during the summer, I put gas in, I was driving the one the entire summer, I put gas in, I think, once the entire summer. And how, how often did you drive it? Every day, I go to work and back, mm. and uh, yeah, I barely ever had to put gas in, and that one, I barely ever plugged it in, too, that was just based off the mileage it got. What kind of car is that? It was a Ford Fusion. Uh, oh, dang, we just gave Ford free publicity, we need that. We're gonna have it beep beep. I always feel like I don't know why people because first I am from Pennsylvania, which was one of the biggest uh, leaders in coal mm-hmm. in the world, uh, and I've been to coal mines and all that. And it's like you just gotta let go of the past. Eventually, I think. I mean, always strive towards the future. And I don't understand why you want to go back to oil. You see. Like, you're going to run out eventually. It costs so much money. You see all this stuff with gas prices and all that. It's like you can have renewable resources like that, electricity like that. It's like, or the energy, I guess the words I use. It's like, why not? That's the future. You know you're going to have to eventually. Yeah. Why not be ahead of the curve? So, wait, what are you, what are you, what are you, what are you saying? What are you saying that America do, Richard? I say, well, for me, I'd love radical change, get rid of. All these gas push more towards electric. I mean, every cop car, all that should be electric. Push more towards solar. I, I like hydroelectricity a lot, but solar is the future, of course. Mm-hmm. Always, uh, the sun gives us more energy. Anything else, like push towards these these clean, renewable uh, resources. Well, I think a lot of that is coming out now because I know like a lot of the like. I know you're seeing names. it eventually, but I think more and more. I think the government should push it more and more. I think the change should be faster than yeah. what we're seeing. Uh, I don't know about the change being fast because I feel like if the change happened too fast, the people at the bottom wouldn't be able to catch up because like, how would you, if you cut off oil supply or supplied less oil to America in like two, three years, nobody that I know where I'm from would be able to get a new car within that time, let alone have the credit score to be able to I know, for I understand that. So, so you have to make it more affordable too, but I love the cash for clunkers thing Obama did. Wait, what I did he do? If you had a 
car that wasn't very efficient on fuel and all that turn and get money for it uh government help pay for that so you can get money and get more fuel efficient cars on the road so i think that was a big step i think keep doing stuff like that i think uh using money taken out of like the military budget or something that like you don't need that we're spending too much on and uh yeah and help give people building. yeah and help us it's, <laughs> it's was a I think the military budget seven hundred billion a year. I think China's number two is three hundred billion. So we're just put a lot of money into the military, and I think taking some of that money and you help these help these poor neighborhoods with that getting electrical, getting all of that. I think that could go a long way. I mean, there's a lot I can do. I haven't obviously I haven't thought of a full well, yeah. Like, I'm, paid, saying, but I'm not getting paid for this, so like <laughs> I'm not gonna think of something, but like. Hey, I feel man. like we just need more. We need to uh, help fight climate change. And I think this bill is a big step. I'd love to see more and more be mm -hmm. done. But I think this is a huge step. I like that, you know, Biden at first was trying to play moderate with all this stuff. But I like how he's sort of just dumb try done trying to get those Trumpsters on his side and mm -hmm. just actually doing something. Yeah, I... Yeah, I, I agree with, obviously, I agree with electric vehicles and because they're just cool. Who doesn't want a Tesla, you know? <laughs> Tesla is like the face of the EV world. But, like, yeah, I agree with it. Like, one of my friends, actually, um, their family just got, like, a whole bunch of, like, solar power and stuff in their yard. So it really is, like, kind of cool. And it's cool to see that we're moving towards that direction because, like, yeah. a year. Like, I had never seen, like, they got the big, so not the ones on top of their house. Like, yeah. the ones in their yards and, like, rolls. And I had never seen that. So for to see that people actually do that, that was, like, my first time I've seen it. It's, like, crazy to see that we move into the new era. And I wonder how quickly we'll all go out of business because I was going to say, like, all the major, obviously, everybody knows this, but all, like, the major car brands are going, like, fully electric by at least, like, 2035 yeah. or something like that. It's definitely interesting to think when would they go out of business. I don't think it'll be for a good bit while mm -hmm. longer. I'd hope in the next, I think we'll see in our lifetime, definitely. Right. That they'll, Probably at least, not. like, not in, like, not that they go out of business, but, like, that, you know, you won't think of them as a major company. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, Biden's playing 40% by 2030 and that's not like europe's doing more than we're doing uh and you see all that mm -hmm. so we'll see it's definitely interesting that's definitely an interesting thought but we'll see it eventually i i predict in our lifetime yeah all right next thing we talked about this in our last episode is elon musk was purchasing twitter but it did not go through uh he does not own twitter yeah that's kind of sad guys <laughs> i was kind of looking for even though i don't have twitter I was kind of looking forward to Twitter being privately owned. And the reason I say this is because I know Richie disagrees with me, but obviously I'm a free speech advocate. And I think you should be able to say whatever you want, whether you rile people up or, or, or create violence or something no. like that. I think that's, I think that's a reasonable reason to stop why that, but like, I don't know if it's necessarily that you can just ban people off the platform off of a, off of a, publicly traded platform well it's not yeah it's still it's, a private it's, company well it's a public company it's a corporation it's it, so yeah but it's not owned by government so they well, don't yeah yeah abide but, by amendments yeah, yeah publicly traded just mean like you know i don't understand what you mean by still a company yeah uh i mean i don't think i don't think you should be able to see, say anything you want i have a class this semester that i mentioned before it's mm -hmm. all about the first amendment and there's a lot of stuff because 
there was one case we talked about. This bigoted man, I think in Minnesota, had a bigoted. newspaper saying a bunch of racist stuff, and people tried to sue him, and they found him not guilty. Cause what did he say? Do you know? I don't remember, but it was like, I think it was anti-Semitic stuff. It's like very harsh. Like, like everybody can agree it's racist, and uh, every and the judge found him not guilty because. Uh, you know, protection under free of speech. And there's certain things uh, because that, you know, aren't protected. Like if you go to like a park or something, you have a megaphone and you're really loud, like they can arrest you for it, not for what you're saying, but for, but for disturbing yeah. the peace. Yeah. And then there's certain things, uh, screaming out fighting like words. Oh. Uh, that's one thing that they can get you for. Oh man, I have a test coming up soon, so I gotta remember all this stuff. But uh, I got an exam in the morning. <laughs> there's a, I know I have this class tomorrow too. But uh, <laughs> a, sorry, we doing this for you guys. Yeah, <laughs> we doing this for you guys. There's a few other things that will probably come to me later. Uh, fighting words was a big one. Uh, obstructing like government operations, like a dude. He said he walked in a government building, say f the draft. He couldn't say anything about it, but a dude burned his draft card, and you can't burn your draft card. What you tried to say was freedom of speech, is freedom of expression, but uh, they said that you disrupted the draft. So he was found guilty for that. Uh, so there's certain things, and then there is, as we talk about defamation with mm -hmm. Alex Jones, you can get uh, sued for defamation. It is a very tough case, mm -hmm. uh, but... It's it's tough, and I think for Twitter, for being proud, I mean, they have community assets or community guidelines that they can put in place. I don't think it should be fully, like, you can post whatever because mm -hmm. there are kids that can get on all that, but I think it's just like, oh, yeah, another thing is words that incite violence. I think that if you leave it public, because the thing was why Trump got banned was the January 6th thing, it's like, Getting his message out there that quickly, you don't have time to think about it, and inciting violence like that, I don't think, like, as a company, first off, that's a bad look on your company. It's going to get a lot of people mad. And as a company, I wouldn't want to keep that up, you know? Because as a company, you're very, why Disney, like, fire so many people, all that, it's because you have a public image. Wait, Disney fired a bunch of people? Was it those people that was pushing the LGBTQ? No, there's oh. just uh, different like, people, like the one actress from Mandalorian got fired because she said anti-Semitic things mm. and so they have a family-friendly image they want to keep that image man and wait okay I just want to ask Richie's question so we all know Richie is a big Minnesota Timberwolves fan <laughs> and he know where I'm going with this oh yeah how you feel about your boy Anthony Edwards bro how so you for you that don't know Anthony Edwards uh, posted a video on Instagram of him, there's a bunch of uh, guys wearing like bras and stuff, and he said uh, some things that offended people. Uh, it was very dumb of him to post it. I don't understand his thought process behind posting it. Uh, I don't think he's in the right for it at all. Obviously, he's not going to get seriously no legal action to be taken. And NBA did find him because. It does hurt their image, mm -hmm. as you see for a lot of NBA players, they'll get fined for what they say because it hurts their image. And Val Company are all about your image. 
Uh, I know you asked me, do I think Anthony Edwards is a bad guy for that? I don't think he's a bad guy. I think he's ignorant. I don't think anything he said was, wasn't like a hate crime or anything, or he wasn't insane. Oh, you don't think that was a hate crime? It was definitely like, uh, homophobic what he said, but it wasn't like, he was inciting violence against the community or anything. It wasn't anything super ridiculous. It was something ignorant to say, but towards like the LGBT plus community, it's uh, misquoted that hell. <laughs> it's more like, we, like even you, me and you can say we grew up. There was so much ignorance to that community growing up. Mm-hmm. I mean, we used to call everything gay. Like, oh, that's gay. That's gay, <clears throat> meaning that's to. bad. Using it as uh, a bad term, you know, mm-hmm. and. Everybody used to say the F slur so freely and all that. And uh, Wait, what slur? F slur. Oh. I can't say it. Obviously. No, no, no. I didn't know you said F slur. Oh, I yeah. thought you said that slur. No, the F slur. And uh, so we grew up with a lot of ignorance to it. And you do see it getting better. Mm-hmm. And uh, But for Anthony Edwards, he probably grew up with that ignorance to it as we did. So I'm not going to say he's a bad person for not growing out of it yet. Uh, especially because it wasn't like he wasn't saying like oh these people are are like all terrible people for this so it's like mm-hmm. they're the antichrist or something like he said something homophobic but he grew up probably in an ignorant place mm-hmm. as most of us did and I will like to see how he grows from it I hope he does grow from it uh, I hope he does any instance from it uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was saying how he should go to charities, go help out the community. He did something that hurts the community. Now it's his responsibility to help the community. You know, this is probably like, I hate when people do that. I hate when people do something that hurts people's feelings. And then in order to get like back in the good eye, they do things that are just like, look, I apologize. It's kind of like how when Kevin Hart really wanted to host the Oscars and he had said something homophobic and then he went on like every talk show. was like, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't think apologies mean much. Anthony Edwards, I don't know if he apologized on his Timberwolves and all of them did. He, he, he apologized. I think, first off, you sort of have to. I mean, just yeah, in general. But like, how genuine is it, though? That's, that's, it's that's probably my not question. genuine, yeah. you know. But hopefully you see some people who generally grew, like uh, Mike Vick, for example. Wait, question. Did you think Mike Vick was a bad person when he was fighting dogs? No, because that's just how he grew up. Okay, I uh, just was wondering if he was going to apply that And that's what I'm saying about Anthony Edwards. It's yeah. how he grew up with that ignorance. But you grow past it. And you mm-hmm. saw Mike Vick grow. He does so much even to today uh, with helping dogs, with helping animals, with all that. And he does other charity work too. And it's like, he apologized then, but even now he's still growing. He's still helping out. And you don't even, you barely even see it. People still hate him. They don't know his growth. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, the good he did, you can say, oh, you know, I think it's stupid just being like, oh, I did something dumb and now I got to help out. But at least you're getting help, you know, like it, it'd be worse if you didn't do it and you didn't go help. Because like, what else are you supposed to do? Mm-hmm. And I hope Anthony ever grows from it. I hope he's like Mike Vick and grows from his mistakes. I like to see growth in people and uh, I hope he does. Because you got to realize he's young, like he's a year older than us. Really? Yeah. Like, dang, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. I thought he was... Dang, that's weird that I'm NBA age. Yeah, you are. You can get drafted to the NBA, man. Yeah. Hey, you know, every time I watch the watch NBA draft now, I'm like, oh, man, 
Somebody gonna call my name? I'm gonna, am I gonna have to move to Sacramento? Like, oh my god! Like, I don't want to go there. <laughs> Man, no, I'm rich to get drafted. Just sit at home. And there's always no chance. There's always no chance my name gets called on that stage. He thinks about his team. His jump shot in the gym. <laughs> it was like, oh, we gotta have him. We gotta have him. Hey, I could be like, uh, what's his name? Adonis Haslund or the Heat oh, guy? Yeah, did he come? Did he not come from college? No, I'm saying he doesn't play at all. He's just there on the bench for moral support. Oh, for real? Yeah. He's <laughs> like 42, man. Well, I mean, how was uh, Vince? Vince, Vince say, Carter. I was going to say Vince McMahon from WWE, but yeah, how was Vince Carter when he Vince, was there? Yeah, Vince Carter was playing like 22 minutes a game, man. Those Hawk teams were bad. They needed him. Uh, <laughs> on the topic of sports, though, mm-hmm. Aaron Judge is... Uh, he broke the, I think he broke the AL homer mm-hmm. record, but he would have, I think the normal record be 63, but there's a bunch of guys like Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, and of course, Barry Bonds, who have the record, but they all use steroids. I want to ask, do you think those steroid records should count? And what are your thoughts on steroids in sports? Man, Oof, that's a tough question. It's, it's tough because... It's tough, but one, because not all steroids are equally steroids. As, steroids are equally effective. Some, some are, especially probably the ones they had back in the day. They, yeah. they were probably really getting juiced. Because, like, people now, like, like it's hard to catch a guy in the gym that doesn't use steroids. Or yeah. that's all natural. But, like, when it comes to it, I don't know, man. Because do we have data on how much they use steroids? Or, like what kind of steroids they use because they do they have on how what kind of all that and uh what about like the dope? there were certain ones that were uh banned from the league and they were using ones that were so banned certain from. ones and okay and uh i think but do you think it's like for the people who don't use those do you think it's unfair you that, know that they have this they didn't have the advantage those guys had I don't know, man, because there are a lot of NBA records, and like people in the olden days never got to set three point three point records. <laughs> there was no three point line. Yeah, but you saw their four, man. They would they yeah. would have had it anyways. Yeah, that's true. But the game evolved, though. Yeah, no. So and the same thing with baseball. The game evolved, kind of. Yeah, it's kind of. You're still it's just. <laughs> um, and those were like '90s, early 2000s. Like they, these weren't that long ago. Yeah, no. Think about it. that. Was not that long. That was that was. That was long shorts in the NBA time. But I would say, I would say, no, nah, I don't really think they should count. It's like, yeah, I don't think they should count. Just because they had an unfair advantage. Yeah. What do you think? I would agree with you. I have a lot of people that say, like, oh, why doesn't everybody do steroids in the in professional sports? Then, like, just let them all use it. I'm like, that's dumb because there's side effects. So people, like, don't want to use it. And you shouldn't, like, but and then they're at a disadvantage if they don't use it. So I think. Mm-hmm. But it's healthy for everybody to not use it. So I think like nobody should use that. I like how they do it. Keeping the records is tough, but I do think there should be an asterisk next to it. Definitely. That's it. Was on steroids. Yeah, okay. I think. Yeah, just add asterisks. Okay, cool. The Aaron Judge home run season is probably one of the best hitting seasons of all time. And he's on my fantasy baseball team, so I'm going to be an <laughs> advocate for him this year because I hate the Yankees. Uh, 
Yeah, so now on to more serious news. So there's been a lot of Iranian protests against the government because I'm not going to pronounce this name, but a 22-year-old uh, woman got killed in police custody because she got arrested for uh, how she dressed. What? I think it was the headwear she had exposed some hair, and they are theocracy, so it's not allowed. They have strict dress code laws for... Uh, Iran and there's been violent protests in Iran. I forget what the I think I saw videos of shots being fired and all that. So it's been very violent, burning of flags, everything you can imagine. And uh, people so wait, is the Iranians I, Iranian citizens? Yeah. So the Kurdish community is the big one because they are a minority community there, and of course Iran's theocracy, and they want to get rid of that. They do not want religion in their government. And I want to ask you, because obviously we don't really touch on foreign politics that much. Mm -hmm. And this sort of goes into our next thing, too. But I want to talk about religion in the government. Do you think religion has a place in the government? Well, I'm actually, I'm actually in a different space in religion now, guys. But What? We'll elaborate on a different episode. <laughs> <laughs> but to be honest with you, do I think religion has anything to do with the government? I think religious values, like the concrete values, such as the more objective views that everybody in the world holds, or not necessarily morally objective, but the morally objective common ones that are, because I don't want to say objective, because obviously not all things are objective to everybody. But I wouldn't even call them religious views. I would call them common sense views. But like the religious views where you have to like obey God and stuff like that, I don't really think that should be, like, in our government. Like, I don't think we should have God on our money and stuff like that. Wow. I agree with you. That, that's uh. because, because I don't, I, I say this because then it gives people some type of leg up to say that, oh, my God did this, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And it gives some people, like, a religious way to stand up and just look down on people. Or or, or just a, a, a atheist for to say we need to abandon all this. So I think... Just like it's the famous thing is the separation of church and state. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree with the separation of church and state. Yeah, I 100% agree. Of course, I've been my entire life. I've thought church, church and state should not go together. I always thought it was weird mm -hmm. saying one nation under God in the Pledge of Allegiance. Especially like uh, in America, though, because, yeah, m most of the majority, majority of the world is or majority of America is it's a Christian nation, yeah. but nobody really is like, nobody really cares for that. Like yeah. really, because since America is a melting pot and like, it won't matter. Like after like a hundred years or so, nobody, the majority will not be Christian. Yeah, like, I, I agree with you. And there's another big thing in Texas about them ha putting up uh, signs, uh, religious signs, I think. I think they're in God We Trust signs mm -hmm. that were donated to the schools, and they all, if one's donated, they have to put it up. And then uh, one guy protesting this had one uh, sign in, I think it was uh, in Hindu or Hindi, I forget. Uh, and then another one where the letters were in rainbow for LGBTQ. Mm -hmm. And they would not let, no school would put it up. They wouldn't let them put it up. And they said, well, you said if we donate a sciences in God, we trust the school has to put it up. And he's basically pointing out how dumb it is and how 
our somebody's religious views shouldn't be put upon somebody else because schools are a public area. Yeah, and not I agree religion. with that. I don't think that you should place your public, public or your private religious views onto the public. Like I, I agree with that. I don't think that the public should have to abide by your religious views. You probably think I would have said something different last semester, but I, I would have still said the same thing. I don't think that you should be able to force people to believe in what you believe in because belief is something that's like, I, I would say that's like above yourself. It's something that you don't even necessarily think about, I would say. But um, definitely, but to go back to like the, uh, the like Iranian part, I thought you was going to try to say something about how I feel about that. Yeah. And it's so lately I've been thinking about this a lot about international politics. And I've been thinking, man, because I remember learning about Westernization. Westernization. Yeah. And it kind of throws me off to even give my two cents sometimes about international politics because I don't want the whole world to become like America. Because if the whole world becomes like America, then I wouldn't want to travel there anymore because they would lose their. Yeah. Their, their, whatever the word is, their niche. Culture. Yeah. I would say that I don't want to become like America, but I think there are certain just human values. And I would say like democracy, I would like, or republic, because that's what we sort of are. Uh, I'd like to see those in place because I do think dictatorships and all that are evil. Mm-hmm. And I would see, like to see the forms of government. But if I think a basic like violation of human rights is a basic violation of human rights anywhere, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, I, I, I understand that, but like, but like, but that, that's where I go to when, when I talk about like more objectivism, not to get like philosophical on y'all, but like then when we say human rights, we place like a more objectivism on like the whole world because obviously we won't agree with everybody about what human rights are. But I do think, another thing with the internet, I've signed to some of my friends about this, so America, it's a big nation, you got different accents anywhere. Yeah. And... I got called out for my Pittsburgh accent twice already this year. So we're talking about accents. And we're talking about how people don't really have accents anymore because of the internet. And I was thinking, like, I don't know what people he talking about. Because you hear a basic American accent uh, on the internet, so you kind of lose part of your accent. Like, if you go in Pittsburgh, our accents aren't strong as they used to be. And you see that because uh, everybody's in that basic American culture because you hear the people on TV have that basic accent so you hear that accent you sort of adapt to that accent a little bit more it's not like you hear the same accent all the time i think just because of the internet there is becoming more like a baseline culture you know because everybody's connected now every opinion's out there you know everybody sees the same things we're all more connected Mm -hmm. than ever and i think sort of because of that as a world i think you're going to see less and less of like you'll still have different cultures, but not as like significant, not as different. I think, and with UN and all that, I feel like everybody sort of, and like how easy it is to travel now. Mm-hmm. I feel like cultures gonna become like less and less. It's gonna be more like a world culture. Yeah, and that's in my opinion, that's pretty sad. Like that, that does not make me feel good for the simple fact that it's like it'll be harder and harder to stumble upon to something new. Of course, there'll still be new things. Yeah. But it'll be harder and harder to stumble upon something new or to just have that awe factor about somebody. Uh, yeah. I do I, understand that, but I do think that there are so many countries where it's just like these are violations of basic human rights. And I don't want, well, them, yeah, I want yeah. to lose their culture and have like American culture, but like just American, like 
values. Values, sort of, or American like world values. values. Well, whatever pretty, that means, but you know what I'm saying? Sounds pretty colonizing and me, Richie. I always say, say, yeah. No, I always say that, but it's like, like the rights of the UN agrees upon, because like most nations agree upon those rights, and and I don't know, just like basic things, just like don't kill, you know, don't like. There's just like such basic things that like I feel like most people can agree on you shouldn't do, and then there's governments violating that. I know mm-hmm. America's violated a bunch of stuff a bunch of times, but I don't know. It's yeah. tough, but I do think there's just some countries where it's just so bad. And it. Well, I'm not saying that it's impossible, but it would probably it would be possibly like almost impossible to try to like implement this throughout the world for the simple fact that there are so many remote parts of the world that have a lot of them have never seen the light of the internet. Like, yeah. Like like uh, there's this YouTuber called um, I won't shout him out. I ain't talking about the untouched tribes and all that. Yeah, with and the untouched tribe who visit the untouched tribes and it's just like so amazing. I think you should like sort of leave them alone like that. You but, think like, you should leave them if alone? If you have a gun- wait, time I'm talking. You think you should leave those untouched tribes alone? Yeah. But what if they spur into something bigger and then they, now we have to go in and colonize them for the simple fact that they have rituals where they sacrifice babies? I don't think. Uh, happen but also for the detail. wait you don't think it'll grow or you don't think they'll sacrifice babies? I don't think they'll grow okay. <laughs> <laughs> but for the pure fact also oh, the reason why like Native American genocide was so big is because they weren't introduced to the uh, viruses and all that the, the diseases we were exposed to so their immune systems aren't built up to that so it's just kind of dangerous mm-hmm. uh, from that thing because like there's diseases like I probably carry that I'm like immune to that if I give to them they'll die from because their immune system's never seen it so yeah just for that scientific fact i don't think we should and they talk about that because i think they sort of agreed uh <laughs> <laughs> i don't know man i mean they wanted to ingrate to society maybe but i think well, i'm saying like basic values and all that. i think that's more for government less for like people because you see governments violating human rights i think i think Nowadays, most governments, I don't think there should be in dictatorships or anything. You see less and less of those, but I think most places should be democracy or republic. Okay. Next thing. I'm going to say this one for last, actually. <laughs> Next thing is the Russian invasion of Ukraine continues and Russia threatened nuclear uh, weapons. And the U.S. threatened back saying that they'll have to get involved if that does happen. So Russia threatened nuclear to on use, Ukraine? Yeah. yeah. And uh, America said they'd have to get involved if that does happen. But people believe that, I think, I forget who reported this, that they believe that Russia believes Ukraine has nuclear weapons, so they probably won't do it. But they did threaten it. So question about your personal opinion. How do you feel about America saying that they would get into it if i think it's just a cold war tactic you know you do not want a nuke being unleashed so if ukraine doesn't have any nukes and russia threatens to nuke them you say well we'll have to fight back if you do that so russia won't because obviously nobody wants a nuclear war so they do got more nukes than we do well we both have enough nukes to destroy the entire planet so it doesn't really matter that is true. <laughs> I, but you know what that makes me think of, bro? That makes me think of... You ever watched The 100? No. Nah. 
one on the 100, I think it was like either virus or like they started like nuking each other. And then like it was like a few people that escaped to like some pods in space. And I would like to escape. <laughs> yeah, there's an easier way. I'd like to escape too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think Poon's insane. Uh, this war is one man's doing. Uh, anybody who protests in Russia, any civilians would get arrested. Uh, and that's why I hold our freedom of speech so true. I do really love our First Amendment right. I think it's one of the most important things uh, in America. I also love our Second Amendment right. We're not going to get into that today. But because it comes after the First Amendment. Oh my God, the Third Amendment is you can't, the soldiers can't stay in your home. Like, you think it's more important than any other amendment? I said the Second Amendment. I know, but you said just because it comes out through the First what? No, I think the Second Amendment is important because it comes after the First Amendment. Because if you're able to say whatever you want, you should probably need a gun. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were just saying because the order of their animal. Like, oh, no, no, like, no, no, no. They did not think when they were ordering. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. The Third Amendment should not be. <laughs> I heard, um, you know, Michael Shea? Yeah. Shout out Michael Shea. But Michael Shea had told the joke. He was like, it makes sense that they made the First Amendment. You should say whatever you want. And the second one was like, you should probably own a gun. Because <laughs> it's like true. Like, people don't take kindly. <laughs> say sometimes. I know from experience. Now, the big thing that happened, it happened like right after our last show was recorded last uh, season. Mm, Roe v. Wade got overturned. Oh, dang it. I was going to try to guess it, bro. I was going to say, wait, let me guess it. You would have guessed it. I'm, I, I would have no not doubt. guessed it. Um, so, Mon, let's oh. hear your opinion. Actually, guys, this is, I used to hold the opinion. Look at Richie's face just lighting up. His face just lighting up. Light up. I used to hold the opinion that um, I, I don't think abortion is, is, is necessarily right. Of course, I made, since I'm a biomedical science major, I made leeway for those who had special cases. But I was under the preset that uh, it's killing a baby, which I still believe that like you're, you're still killing the baby. But my idea now is that I frankly don't care. I frankly do not care. <laughs> but not not whether they have the right, but like I don't I don't care enough to even like entertain a situation about abortion. Like I just don't even care. Like, whatever people say about abortion, I I don't, I don't care. Like I don't I don't care to protest. No, no, you guys know that I don't protest. Period. But um, I don't I don't care the process one way or the other. Like obviously, I I don't necessarily agree with like like you know you being able to just like walk in there every day after you had a hundred. So do you think that do you agree with the ruling or do you disagree? Um, it depends on the future of America, for because the do reason you, the reason I'm saying this is because. Wasn't Texas trying to like break off into become its like own country or something like it's that? It's been doing that for years. It's never okay. Yeah, yeah. So like, if that's where the future of America is headed, yeah, sure. Go ahead, knock yourself out. But like, mm, I don't know. I really don't. I really don't feel no way one way or the other. Like, yeah. Like, if people, if people want to have it, like, I don't necessarily think it's a right, but I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I really. I really don't really care about it. I know your I know your feelings, Richie. Yeah, I'm pro choice. I think it's dumb. I think women should have the right to abort. Uh, and a lot of uh, 
public officials think that you shouldn't be able to get abortion even if it was from rape or uh, incest or something like that, mm-hmm. which I think even at the basic level, I think even if you're conservative or like uh, yeah, Christian, my I mind. think you I should like, uh, agree. What's his name that changed my mind, dude? Steven Crowder. Yeah, it changed my mind. I'm Steven Crowder right now. Yeah, problem with him is he never wanted to change his mind. Uh, I mean, I think the problem with him is he, he he chooses college kids. So, like, he really don't have nobody to change his mind. But I really think make... he's not open to change. I don't think he's really open to hearing new ideas. Well, uh, based off the videos I've watched, nobody has ever stood up to the well-thought-out arguments he has to these college kids who got classes to think about. Yeah, no, another thing, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you are trying to college kids going to another class. But, yeah. like, my thing is, like, for him, I saw one where it's, like, Steve Crowd just kept repeating the same thing. Well, this dude kept bringing up new ideas. It's like he's not changing what he's saying. He's like not. I don't know. It just it's not a good discussion what he was having with most of these people. It wasn't a good like way to have a thoughtful conversation. And he's worse now than he was then. If you ever watch his show now, he's kind of going nah, off the deep end. Nah, I'm watching. Uh, and it's like that's the thing about what I like about our show. Is that is two different ideas. I don't like watching shows that are just liberal or just conservative because mm-hmm. you don't get any new ideas out there. Yeah, you're not bouncing off each other, uh, and if you do disagree, it's an argument going one way or another. Yeah, and you're not open to change. Something I hold dear is I always want to be open to change and changing my views. Uh, when I was younger, I thought it was weird to be gay and stuff like that and i've <laughs> i did not even think you said it i did not because everybody you know uh-huh. i grew up sort of like you did yeah. with all that and it's like i changed my way yeah i i agree yeah now yeah like i'm i've kind of changed i yeah. kind of changed my view like I'm, I'm definitely more liberal on sexuality and stuff like that yeah. because now i also feel the same way about sexuality that i do about abortion is that i don't care i don't i honestly don't know why i ever cared yeah, but and especially since coming out to colleges, you meet so many people yeah. from so many different backgrounds. You hear so many new ideas. You hear actual stories about stuff. Yeah, and I think you just learn so much. And I think you change a lot more. Like when I talk to my friends, sorry to my friends back home. But I talk to my friends who never left home. Like I can tell who never left home because they don't. They don't. They change. have the same values they did in high school. They have the same like ideas and all that. There's nothing new, and like another thing at this age we are at, you don't have to like be set in stone what you believe in what you mm-hmm. think and you don't have to like, like now this is set in stone like we're changing we're young we're growing we're maturing like how did know? that make you feel to know that your friends hadn't changed their minds about anything it kind of made me sad bro that's uh, so funny bro the reason i asked i'm sorry go ahead go ahead yeah no it was just sad to hear them same thing same values you know it's like they just didn't see the world they're still ignorant to a lot of this stuff so I mentioned earlier in the show that I went back to Mississippi a couple of weeks ago. And when I went back to Mississippi, I got to, I hadn't been home in almost two years. Yeah. So for me to go home, I was, I was a tad bit excited, a tad bit, like not really excited because like every time I go home, I get this like down feeling, but I was talking to one of my close friends that I was going to win and, um, me and him was having a conversation and I had asked him about like, what do you plan on doing with his life? Or how do you think that you can make some money? And he just was throwing all these illegal ideas at me. And I was like, bro, you haven't changed since then. And I, <laughs> I almost, like, I, I felt so, it kind of made me cry. Well, I didn't cry. But, like, my eyes was watering up a little bit when he was telling it to me. I was like, 
I was shaking my head. I was like, yeah. But like in the inside, I was like, dang. It was, was kind of hurt. I know. I, uh, like you talk to these people and you just realize like they didn't talk to anybody else. Other than, like they're yeah. Family, they're close people. They don't know anything happening outside of our hometown. They don't know. That's why I couldn't even blame him for some fact that he ain't yeah. seen nothing else. And it's just, it is sad to see. And it's like. I feel like we learned a lot just from this podcast mm-hmm. uh, about the world. I learned a lot outside of this podcast just about different values uh, from a lot of different people. And it's just like things I never would have thought of, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I was talking about my childhood and there's just like stuff like I never sort of realized was like, like sort of like toxic masculinity is a thing that like I sort of was like, oh man, I guess I sort of was like that when I was younger and I talked mm-hmm. to my friends they talk about how that affects them and all that I was like I never even thought of this before like you brought it up and now that I'm looking at it, I'm like yeah it's sort of been a problem you know like you don't notice some of the problems like you, I don't want to say like problems but like issues you had until like somebody brings it up and then you can start to work on it I feel like another way is is when you're viewing it but you're not the one that's acting it out but when you're looking at somebody else yeah. you're like that's how I looked uh, no, no, that happens to me all the time. Yeah, he's just like, you know, I I used, you're like that kid. I was like that kid that was like, you know, want to be tough. You know, you want to get in a fight. And now I see like, like I'm an RA, uh-huh. and you see these like frat kids like mm-hmm. talking tough and all day. Like, oh my god, is that what I sounded like? Ain't it, bro? Or just like I, I think about like uh, like just like the interactions on day to day basis and like the conversations that I had. And I hear somebody talk about something that I used to talk about. And I hit him, I'm like, I really say it that? Or like, or I like listen to old videos and be like, I got so many old videos on my phone. Like my, my camera roll go back to like 2013 yeah. and videos. And my voice sounds so weird. But, uh, <laughs> but just like hearing me or just the things I talked about, of course I've grown. That was like nine years ago, but it was like, dang, I said that. Yeah. And younger, another thing was that, you know, grow up in the 2016 elections, like I was not like, I wouldn't even listen to our side. I wouldn't listen to conservatives or any of that. You know, I wouldn't even give them time of day. You know, mm-hmm. I would just, and we grew up with Ben Shapiro and all that. And you just won that argument. You're just yelling at them for no reason. You're just yelling. Nothing productive is happening. You're just yelling back and forth. A lot of my friends still do this. It annoys me. It's like, you're just yelling your ideology at them. And they're just yelling it back. And you're just going back and forth saying the same exact thing over and over again. It's like, you're not getting anything done. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not growing. Neither you are open to change. You're just yelling. It's just annoying. It's like, man, I used to be like that. It's like, man, like I was annoying. Like that was bad. And, and it's, you know, it's crazy or something that's like a good feeling is when you're watching another person grow. Yeah. So somebody was at my house last night, right? Yeah. I'll tell you after the show who it was. But somebody was at my house last night who we both know from freshman year. Yeah. who just had these radical ideas. Yeah. And for to see them now in the views that they have now, yeah. It's just like, wow. You you've really gained common sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow. I'll tell you after the show. You you probably could guess what I know about. I know it is. Yeah, I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah, no. It is I love seeing change with people. I love seeing growth. I have a lot of friends who, you know, where like Trump's back in the day, their families all like that, and I'll be like, like, he's crazy, he's like he's a bad route. Like a lot of them are still conservative, but they're like, he's just a bad route for this party. And it's like, mm-hmm. they sort of realize all the ignorance he had because a lot of stuff he was ignorant 
two we were ignorant to two and uh two yeah i hate saying it like that but it's like you know <laughs> you just got like, <laughs> something to be like that that yeah it's like grammatically it's correct (laughs) but yeah so it's like i love seeing growth and change and uh becoming better people and it's like also a big thing is i talked to a lot of guys back home they didn't go to college so Mm -hmm. they don't talk to women that much and a big thing is how guys how guys treat women (laughs) and it's just so sad we go back and they're still talking about them the same way. They're still like, you know, uh, Kanye has a great line. Mm-hmm. Uh, what song is it? It's called In Violent Crimes. He said, now look at women as something to nurture, not something to conquer after he has daughter. Because a lot of views we have growing up as men is that, you know, you want to brag about these women. You got like, it's just something to brag about. You know, it's not for love. It's just like oh man, look at this girl I got with the other night, like, oh, stronger language that I'm not going to use on this show. But like, all that because, and like, you're bragging about cheating on a girl. Man, I am I, I ain't got the balls to tell it to my family member what I'm going to say right now, but I got a family member right now. I hope you watch this show. But man, you talk about women so freaking terrible. I'm not, my family member, I almost said what relationship he was to me, but my family member, he'll just call me out of nowhere and be like, hey, Petey, look at this girl, so-and-so, so-and-so. And he got a girlfriend. And it's it just like the way he treat women, it makes me feel the same type of way. It's like, man, why can't, how can you sit and talk about a, a person like that? And it's like, I, but it's like, it's, but at the same time, it's kind of like all he know for us as men to look at women in this dehuman, dehumanizing way. Yeah. Dang. Andrew Tate will punch me on first right now. It's like, even like, I grew up with a sister. I still thought mm-hmm. of women that way growing up. And it's like, as soon as I'm a cute, cute girl, it's like, I'm trying to like get with her. And now it's trying like, to get with her, yeah, it's trying to, you know, <laughs> spin game and all that. It didn't work that much. But, <laughs> but you know, no, that's just. No. You remember that episode we used that? We turned yeah. on <laughs> But, uh, you know, that's just the thought process is uh-huh. that immediately, you know, you have to have a cute girl around your arm and all that. But now, mm-hmm. like, well, I mean, girl, that's, like, not my thir- first, like, thought process. It's, like, the same thing when I meet mm-hmm. a guy, you know. It's just another person that maybe can teach me something, somebody that can make me laugh, somebody yeah. I want to be friends with. Like, that's my first thought. It's not really about that. But back then, like, that's all you're thinking about. You yeah, know? I think it partially has something to do with puberty, though, for sure. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> the girl, but, like, I'm saying even, like, my senior year of high school, mm-hmm. like, still thinking like that, like, still. Mm-hmm. And I, I just see people still acting the same way, still thinking the same way. It's like they'll talk about these girls they've been friends with forever and they want to ruin that re- friendship just like to have fun one time or something. And it's like, it's like, why? Like, I feel like, I feel like if we didn't have a penis, you know, <laughs> great way to start life, a sentence. Like, life would be, I feel like life would be much, like, the world would be much different if men didn't have a penis. I would have said hormones, but yeah, I understand no, what no, you're no. saying. It's the whole penis, bro. Okay. If, you're the but, biology guy. You don't have to keep saying it. My family watches this show. <laughs> uh, I don't mean in that way. I just mean no, I within like the hormones, the whole, every part of it. It's just like, but don't get me wrong. <laughs> I won't finish it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, it's definitely thought. And 
I'm uh, I have I'm happy we do this show. It's a chance for me to grow. I hope it's a chance for you to grow too. Of course. And I hope people see this growth and sort of do the same. Yeah. Uh, but that is all the time we actually have for today. Yeah, guys. You guys will definitely be not definitely be seeing some greatness this season. Oh yeah, we have a lot planned, a lot of big ideas with this new format. Yeah. I know the show was sort of close to our last format, but hey, expect something uh, great coming up. Yeah, for sure, guys. And if you guys have anything that you want us to speak on, you can guys hit us up on Instagram at It Ain't So Black and White. Or this is on YouTube now. Leave it in the comments. Yeah, for sure. We'll let you guys know. Well, this has been Ain't So Black and White. I'm Richie Lyons. I'm a Mind Out. Peace, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>